Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. A long time ago, I had somebody on the show. His name was Bill Good. He still is around, actually. But uh, he was like our first big celebrity in financial services get on the show. It was one of my favorite shows because Bill was an absolute loose cannon. I had no idea where he was going to go with the questions that I asked. And his energy was just absolutely contagious. But lots of stuff has changed with not only Bill Good's whole marketing system, but there's going to be a new product or there's a new product called Gorilla 5, which our guest, his name is Franz Windemeyer. He is the CEO of Bill Good Marketing, is more than two decades of experience in sales and marketing technology and consulting. And most importantly, he's our guest today to dive into this new marketing system. Franz, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. All right. Well, you kind of have big shoes to fill, my friend, just because Bill was so fun on the show. But when we did our pre-call, I felt the same energy from you. Why in the heck did you go in this direction? Let's let's talk a little bit about your navigation, your track to become the new CEO of Bill Good Marketing. So I, I think that with this particular company, the, the CEO role has outside of management, you have to have a lot of experience with selling because our system involves a lot of things that has to do with selling. You have to understand marketing, traditional marketing, old school marketing, current marketing, as well as uh, because the company does involve itself with software, you have to also understand software. So I kind of naturally fell into the position. My career started at probably seven years old where I... Uh, <laughs> I used to sell books door to door to buy money for candy. And, you know, I, I, I realized that that was something that I could do. And then as time went on, I developed a, a love for technology. I, I have an older brother who used to build computers and we'd go to like the boys and girls club and he'd scrounge parts together. And um, so I, I got into computers in the, in the DOS era. And then my first real job was during the dot-com boom at a, uh, at a startup that uh, was in the credit union space that basically sold computers to people that didn't know what they were. So from there, I went into uh, enterprise software sales and then into marketing, doing traditional marketing, as well as um, like I had my own little startup that I created that did directional marketing and website design, and then found myself after a while trying to understand the relationship between sales and marketing or the, the lack of there. So then was in charge of sales and marketing, and then as well as uh, went into software development at a certain point. So I could learn as a product manager, so I can learn how to run teams that develop software. So that whole sort of breadth of 20 years actually fit me into this position. And Bill uh, was in a, at, a, at a point, not necessarily where he wanted to retire, but where he just needed more help. And we'd gotten along pretty well. And that's how that sort of ended up. Rumor has it, uh, as much as I'm a little biased, he's actually a good dude. And so, okay, you said something before I dive into this Gorilla 5 and and what's going on. I need to pick your brain on something because you said something really powerful there. It's the idea that a lot of times sales and marketing 
are like two entirely different silos that don't actually work together. How do you think that you've solved that or how have you solved that previously in your careers? Because I know that there are a lot of people out there who really struggle with that. Yeah. So in previous careers, the way I solved it was by running both areas. And not only that, when you have lack of communication between departments, you get this sort of silo effect. And the silo effect is simply because, you know, uh, one person blames the other and the other person blames the other. So then you have no cohesion. So what what I like to do is I like to have the, the sales and marketing team have meetings where there's feedback loops that occur between them. And what I mean by that is when sales go up or when they're going down, sales can create or, or create a backlog of things that marketing should know about. And what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, you could go and marketing can create a campaign that generates a tremendous number of leads. So marketing feels like their job is done. Like they, they generate a tremendous amount of leads. Well, without fully following through to the actual close of the sale, you don't know if those leads were just a lot of work and a waste of time, or if they actually were in fact leads. So I think the industry is also in, in, a, in a lot of industries, maybe outside of, of ours, has set up metrics so that a, a marketing qualified lead means that that lead has gone through the entire pipeline of parameters that that basically say that this lead actually is interested in talking with sales. And it's funny because our system, we, we have a lot of content marketing and uh, we were probably the, the creators of content marketing, except we use letters and we still do. That marketing qualified lead goes into sales. Sales can actually pick it up where that person is informed about what is going on. And you don't get that sort of communication across the entire pipeline without sales and marketing actually talking to each other and understanding, hey, marketing, this is what I need. And we're going, marketing going, okay, well, I need to know like through that sales cycle, what happened? What were they interested in? Why did they actually talk to you? What problems are they solving? There are a bunch of key points that marketing needs to know for sales to actually close sales. So it's that communication. You were the first content marketer. I mean, honestly, uh, I think it was you really started and then Peter Montoya's program. It was, I don't know, probably five or six years later, but you guys set the foundation for really, you were way ahead of the game. I mean, Seth Godin hadn't come out. Gary Vandercheck wasn't around talking about content marketing. Bill and this whole company were the first people that were talking about effective communication that was tailored to your ideal client and communicating with a, a general high level of frequency, right? I mean, those were huge core components of that. All right, let's talk about where you are now because you know, some people think you must have Bill Good Marketing. I mean, yeah, they've got this great you know, archive of all sorts of letters that I can print out and, and sign and send to my clients. What, let's just talk about what's changed and in what direction you guys are heading now. Okay. So before I talk about what's changed, I, I can also want to bring up a couple of points about that. When, when you were talking about the content marketing side of things, communication hasn't changed. Storytelling hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed is we have more channels to be able to receive and distribute that on. So for example, um, if you look at, I mean, this is probably a bad example right now, but when there's a major movie launch, huh? you look at what Hollywood does. Hollywood puts billboards, posters, uh, signs on buses, ads on the radio. Now it's, you know, they're, they're, they'll do ads on, on online. They'll do commercials on YouTube, right? So those are all different channels at which a person can consume an idea or a concept. 
And uh, while we had started off in only doing letters, we're continuing to do that, but also starting to expand on that into, into other ch- where our, you know, we have social media posts and um, we're moving into doing things like helping our advisors put together video content and, and stuff like that. The direction that we're heading is that we're expanding on, uh, on the number of channels at which our clients can communicate with their clients on. We're still doing the traditional, the traditional communication through the mail, uh, we've added on social media posts. Now, these are very different from what a lot of people are doing. Um, this is more like the custom agency approach. There's two sides to it. Whereas uh, we have a product called Gorilla Social, and um, that's where one of my team members basically works with the advisor and his team, understands what their brand is, and does custom content, and then distributes that content through LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram, etc. And then we also have a bunch of content that we add to our library which is part of our uh, letters library, which is our branded content that then the advisor and their team or the team members can actually go in and actually do their posts together. The, the, the entirety of this is just trying to figure out how can we keep top of mind awareness for our clients or help them keep top of mind awareness uh, for those individuals that, that they work with and ones that they want to work with. And a lot of the strategies, we have some 130 different codified best practices. There's a tremendous amount. It's like a, it's like a football playbook within that. All we're doing is expanding on the, the ways that we can actually reach out to people and connect with them in places that they expect communication from. Sure. Now, it's interesting because I'll tell you, if I get a letter in the mail with a stamp mm-hmm. from somebody, I open it. Yeah. And it's because the frequency has gone down, right, Franz? I mean, that was one of the things is, you know, we kept getting, you know, we called it junk mail and there was so much mail going on and that kind of fell out of vogue. But what we have found in the world of marketing is when things fall out of vogue, sometimes that's really when you need to start some of that stuff again, because then nobody else is doing it. And now you have added this social component on top of it to really round it out to truly keep top of mind. But you have something that is full integration, which is very different than other marketing agencies out there because you actually have it as a CRM. So right. talk about how all of this stuff like freaking works together, dude. Okay, so the way that it works, and I'll, and I'll just kind of paint a picture uh, as to how it functions for new clients. We typically work with advisors that are 30 million in AUM plus, but our sweet spot is probably like, you know, bringing somebody in that's at 50 to 80, we can really help them expand, double their production, double their income in three or four years. But the way that it works is we actually, we, we sit down with them and we look at their, the entirety of their practice. We go, okay, so how did you get to where you're at? What were the things that you were doing? And we know that at certain areas on their professional journey, they're running into certain things because everybody runs into it. Nobody really, I mean, it's very rare where somebody just skips through it. There, there are barriers, there are obstacles that they run into, whether it's team expansion or, you know, pipeline management. It's, an, it's crazy. You, you can have somebody who's super talented at running their business, super talented at taking good care of their clients. But the moment they start, they have too many, let's say, leads coming in, they fall. So we, we take a look at that. We analyze the entire process of, of what they're doing. And we take, we just basically have a plan that's put together that they're going to execute over a certain period of time. And they just execute it and they work with our coaches. And, but the thing that's neat about it is that the entirety of the plan is executed through the usage of our CRM. So not only are they expanding their business, they're streamlining processes, they're getting processes, but then they're learning how to use those processes and put those processes into a piece of software, 
that becomes part of the DNA of their practice. And we had probably the second CRM ever made, and that had been in development and just continued to be built on and just getting feedback from our clients. And a lot of times us just having the foresight to know that something needs to be done a certain way. And that software had stopped, stopped development probably in 2008 and actually worked for way longer than it should have. <laughs> and some people still use it right now. We have thousands of, of, of advisors that still use it. But now at this point, we, we released Squirrel 5 and we're in the process of, it's going to be a forever process really because sure. software these days, you constantly build on it. But now we have this new platform that, uh, that we're building on top of a, probably one of the, one of the more widely used but less known CRM platforms from a company called NextGen. NextGen, they're out of they're out of Canada. Okay. And they build CRMs for massive warehouses. So you know there are seventy thousand advisors that are using it. But we've taken that. We've taken their brand new, like not out with anybody else CRM, and we're customizing it and building it and configuring it to work the way that our software actually works. So within that, then you look at some of the magic about our content is that it's written like it came from you. Right. It's not written like it came from the compliance officer. But the beauty of it is that the compliance officer doesn't care because it's not written in a way that sells anything. All it does is it educates and, it, and over a period of time positions the advisor as a good person mm. and a knowledgeable person as, and an expert and somebody that can be trusted. It's the opposite between a slow buildup of, wow, I really like that guy. And someone saying, you can like us. You can trust us because nobody, everybody knows it doesn't work. Right. It's like, you know, somebody walks up to you, Matt, and it's like, hey, Matt, you can trust me. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. Have a walk with me. Yeah, I'm out, man. Right. <laughs> but, but the, the thing is, is, is out over a period of time, it, it, as, it's the same way as, as you start reading a book that tells you how to do something. You start off with, you're like, okay, what does this guy actually know? Mm. Okay, fine. Yes, he's done these TED Talks. He's done all these other things. But by the time you're in the middle of the book, you, you've had so many validated concepts of your own and things that make sense that you all of a sudden trust that person. So that's sort of the magic about what we do yeah. uh, on the content side. And then within the software itself, all those things just get jammed in and start grooving and we just basically build a machine. And that's why we have probably one of the longest retention in terms of clients in, in the industry for this particular type of thing. I mean, we have people that have known us for 30 years. Sure. I have a story about that. So, so a, a friend of mine who I, I coached many, many years ago, and then he uh, did some uh, work with us here, what we're now proud of, but when we were top advisor marketing, his name's Mike. Uh, Mike is in a small town in uh, Wisconsin, right on uh, the Wisconsin-Minnesota border. And um, I, man, he swore that the reason why people knew him in the area was because of his bill good marketing stuff and I, and of course you know i'm as a coach and a consultant you are always looking for ways to provide more value and so i was like okay send me some stuff like put me on your your mailing list and so he did and i was getting this thoughtful stuff that sounded like mike and i remember having another call with him and i said to him i said how in the heck how does this work? And he said, that's the brilliance of the Bill Good system. And so being the, the founder of content marketing in, in financial services, really having the first integrated marketing CRM in financial services. I mean, Franz, you have some pretty big boots to continue to fill here. 
let's get a little bit more granular because you said something that I don't hear from a lot of people, which is that intake process. So I'm a new client. I am going to be involved with your whole system. Gorilla five, we're going to, you're going to onboard me. How do you help find out who I am so that you can create a marketing plan that does sound like me and that I can literally turn it over to you guys? So it's an interesting thing. So our, our, we have a strategist, right? And this strategist has the playbook of everything. Okay. Um, all of our coaches understand all the aspects of implementation. And it's interesting because yes, I have big boots to, to, to fill, but all the people that are running this business right now, we have like, a, I think it's a accumulated over over a hundred years worth of experience wow. in, in wealth, in the wealth management industry, as well as at building marketing. Wow. So it's take it takes five people to fill those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but the good side of that is that, you know, having five people to fill those shoes gives us much more time to do it. Absolutely. Um, so we have something that we that we we use as a as a lead gen magnet, which is a, a two-year marketing plan. But the brilliance behind that is that we actually have a tool that we use that looks at all of our income channels, meaning you can make money here, here's another way you can make money, here's another way you can make money. And traditionally, an advisor has your average advisor, you know, that that is growing by net two households per year. That's the average show. They usually have one and a half income channels. Sure. Referrals and some random thing that they're doing that sort of works half the time. Mm -hmm. But usually it's just referrals. So when we take this tool and we look at it, we have nine channels. And within those channels, there are a bunch of different things that you can do to create income in those channels. And depending on where the advisor's at in his own professional journey, how aggressive he wants to be, you know, from the guy, uh, from, the, from the team that's at 300 million that wants to get to a billion in three years, which can be done with the right team and the right attitude. We can look at those channels and then we can break it down and we have like our baselines for those things. Like for example, I'll, I'll throw out there a freebie. We have something called birthday lunches. So the reason why that is important is because not only does it give you an opportunity to stay in touch with your most liked clients or the clients that you want to actually do more, do business with more people like them, but it, uh, it fulfills the, the, one of the channels, which is the, the, the referral generation. So there's a specific way that it's done. It's usually done on some sort of a milestone and you may not do it with all of your clients, but we know that if you're doing two birthday lunches per, per month, then you should be generating X percentage of new assets from your clients. Sure. Right. So uh, the way that that specific birthday lunch thing works is that you find somebody that, that, you know, that has a milestone coming up and you just give them a ring or you have a relationship manager, give them a ring. And, and, and all they ask is, you know, Pearl, what are you doing for your birthday this year? And chances are she's not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So, and then at that point, it's like, you know what? I want to take you to lunch and I want you to bring five of your best friends. So what is that? I mean, that's feel good. Like that gives me like, that makes me, and that makes her feel good. And then when that birthday lunch actually occurs, whether she brings one person or no people or five, you don't talk about business. You don't do anything like that. You know, you end it off with a, with a toast to her and you, you tell, you tell Pearl, you know what, stay as long as you'd like the bills on me. Don't worry about it. You know, I, I just wanted to show my appreciation to you and then you, and then you leave. Mm -hmm. So what does that do? Pearl's going to tell everybody who you are. And we absolutely do. Not only that, but her friends are going to say, who was that again? Oh, that's my financial advisor. Really? My financial advisor doesn't do that for me. So it's things like that, 
that that not only here's another thing that we've been doing for a long time that has evolved into an actual thing is we have a lot of things that we know that work but we do such a good job at helping our clients do these things that they end up doing a better job than us and we'll have clients just absolutely nail these things and then what happens is we get that feedback loop where that information is shared with us sure so then we have at least a person that's validated that it's successful. So then we can go and validate it with others, right? And then we just continue to add more things that have been validated as true. And I love that. And, and Mike always used to tell me, Matt, the difference between me using Bill Good's system and other systems is it's so data-driven, but at the same time, it's really human. What you just talked about there, there are people who are listening saying, ah, you know, uh, I don't have time to do that or, or, you know, that's been done so much. No, it hasn't. One, it's not done. Birthday lunches are not done enough. Absolutely not done enough. And number two, who cares if other people have done it? We have data through all of those thousands of advisors who've used your programs over the years to show that it really does work. Now, I want to fast forward just a little bit here because you know you're the how long have you been the ceo again six months six months holy crap i did I, okay i knew it was soon but uh okay so I, you're I, i've been working here seven years well okay i remember the seven years i'm sorry yeah. Franz, that's where my brain went there so okay so you're six months in you're the new ceo of the company where are you going dude like what is the vision where where do you want to take this long established beloved brand beloved, loyal, fiercely loyal brand. Where are you going with this? So I think that, I mean, everyone's aware of the fact that the industry is changing and it's going to go through a tremendous amount of change in the next 10 years. Yeah. And I think that being more human and being more personable and showing the the level of care that, that our clients have for their clients. And I mean, it's a massive responsibility. I cannot imagine what it's like to be managing and being responsible for someone's livelihood. We want to be able to take those advisors that care for their clients and help them do a better job caring for them. And because of the ability for modern software platforms to utilize data and take that data and help make help give people the option to make better decisions, that's where I want us to go. We have a lot of capability through through historical data to be able to uh, leverage technology to help people make better decisions and to help team members make better decisions. And that's, that's what I wanna do. I wanna use technology and our team wants to use technology to help our clients continue to build that American dream for their clients. Nice. With such a solid foundation, it doesn't surprise me that you are going to exceed not only your existing relationships and clients, um, expectations, but I think you're going to start seeing more and more people who are looking for that full integration. And I, I just got to make sure that I drive that point home to our listeners. When you have full integration between client communication, sales, marketing, and continuing with a relationship, if you've got all of those things seamlessly working together, it's actually hard to fail, right? I mean, you got to actually like try to screw up. All right. Now you, you've given us a lot of information about the system, but I have to put you on the spot here, Franz, just a little bit, because since you have been in the game, lots of other people have come in the game, my friend. 
So yeah. let's talk about what truly differentiates Gorilla 5 and the new CRM from what else is out there. Sure. So there is a major differentiation. The differentiation is that we are building a system to support our system. Oh. So we're building an application that supports the technology that that the human driven technology. So our our you know our playbook and the strategies that we put together, that CRM is built to implement that stuff, rather than having a CRM that's there for notes and actions and, and activities. Right. So the the major differentiation there again is that our system helps our clients make money, keep their clients longer, and run a more efficient team. And anybody out there, I mean, everyone has a CRM. You have to have a CRM, right? Yeah. But when you actually look at it and you start asking people, okay, so what do you actually do with your CRM? <laughs> they put notes in, they yeah. run their schedule. That's right. And you have more advanced teams. And, and even when you look at integrations in terms of the data that gets collected, hmm. how do you use that? Most people don't use it. Yeah. So our mission in this sense is to continue to build that. And what I want people to feel like is that this is the only CRM that actually makes them money. That's a bold statement, brother. That's a bold, bold statement. But when you look at it, right, when you look at there isn't, there doesn't seem, I shouldn't say isn't because I actually, I don't actually know, but there doesn't seem to be another CRM that fully integrates prospecting client marketing, including with the proven track record with practice management. But also, since it all comes from this package, if somebody likes, shares, or comments something on Facebook, does the CRM know? So it, it, there is a point where it will. Right now with Gorilla Social, we, we have a platform that we're using to be able to monitor that stuff. Okay. Um, but at what we want to get to, and NextJ, the brilliance about this is that NextJ is developing a lot of really cool stuff. And we're able to look at that cool stuff and make it even cooler because we, we look at how it's used in that sense. And they have uh, a suite of AI tools that they're just getting ready to launch. And one of them is content driven. So for example, looking at keywords, so looking at keywords that are put into notes and activities and stuff like that, and then recommending the communication that goes out from there. Holy so what does that crap. mean for us, right? That's gonna, we're gonna point that at our content library. And we're gonna point that at our social media tools so that our clients can actually communicate on more channels more easily. And give them the information they're looking for. Franz, I mean, that's the stuff that drives me crazy. It's like, okay, uh, I'm doing a Roth conversion communication piece, and you're just going to cram that down everybody's throat. But if you could look within the client communication, the emails, the notes, the meeting notes, the actions, all of those things, and derive wisdom from that, dude, that's beyond next level. You're in a league of your own as far as I'm concerned. I don't know who has that sort of level of integration or even knows how to plan that level of integration. So, and, and, and it's not only that, right? Like that's true. And we're, we're getting to that next year, but what do you do with it? How do you actually take a note properly? Yeah. What are you looking for as that person that's taking that note? And then what are you supposed to do with it? So that's, that's the human driven technology that we teach, right? I have to say we have, we do have fierce competition in the CRM industry. There are some amazing people out there, amazing teams out there. And there's some, you know, there are people that are way ahead of us in terms of market share. But as weird as it sounds, ever since I was 19 working in, in, like a, in my first job, I've always wanted to build CRM. Oh. It's the weirdest okay. thing. 
Now that is bizarre, dude. I'm sorry. That that's not a normal kid thinking. Not, no. Early teen, late twenties. You know, that's interesting. So, and the reason for that is because I knew that if I could get it to do the things that I normally did as a salesperson, then I could just push buttons and make money. Yeah. Yeah. So so, but again, like we have we have some a little bit of ways to go in terms of integration and stuff like that. But we're building a cohesive system. And Bill always says that, you know, it, we don't have a CRM. I mean, we aren't a CRM company. We have a CRM. We do have a major part of us is a CRM company, but we have that human driven technology and then that, that data driven technology that work together. I love, I love that you guys are able to integrate the, the human component of, of not only what works, but what humans want. Yeah. I think that's different, but then also having all of the data to support that we know that this works because you have had clients who have been doing the same things right over and over and over again for 30 years. I think Mike has been using you for at least 20, Okay, at least 20. And uh, I just think it's absolutely fascinating where you're going to go. Okay. So as we wrap up the show today, if somebody wants to, I don't know, dip their toe in the water or, or find out a, a little bit about this, what, what should be their next steps? I think the best way is to just to reach out to us, to call us, go to buildmarketing.com. Our, 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 like our sales team is, is more of consultive. Like we want to figure out, is this right for you? Some of the things that we asked even towards the end of it is like, okay, so are you going to work? Are you ready to work hard? Are you going to trust us? Are you coachable? <laughs> yeah. Because the worst possible thing is for us to invest in somebody and for them to invest. And then six months later, it's not working. So what I would say is that if there's any area of your practice that you want help with, whether it's bringing on new advisors or you have team members or somebody that you really, really like, and you want to integrate them more into the long-term strategy, or if you're running up against a plateau, I know at least in our client base, we've had people that have had their best year ever. And I'm sure that's a lot of, a lot of other advisors out there are doing really well right now. One of the things that we see that cycling is when the market does turn eventually, if you have your basic foundation fundamental things in, you're gonna fare much better than those others. And if you have that basic foundation in, when those other advisors aren't faring so well, you're gonna be pulling their clients in because you have those foundations in. So that's one of the other things as to why our, our clients stay with us for so long is because of the content. Once they've built their systems up, you know, their trajectory is good. Their team's working good. Everyone knows what they're doing. Their systems are running. That, that foundation of that constant communication is the thing that keeps them running in the long term. Now, this is going to sound incredibly uh, self-promotional, but I, I have to ask you this. You said that you are working on integrating video, but what, what about podcasting? Is there a way to be able to integrate podcasts into this Bill Good system? So it's when we look at a, a channel of communication, we absolutely tell our advisors that they should be doing podcasts, they should be doing video. You know, even on the social side, it, I'm sure you've said it yourself tons of times, they have to engage. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's one of the reasons why I, I even wanted to be on this is because I, our advisors do need a channel or a or group to go to, to be able to actually help them with podcasts. You know, we will give them the channel that they need to do and the steps they need to do in it. But then finding people like yourselves that are experts in those areas are, are they're important for them to do as well. I wholeheartedly agree. You know, that people should be doing that. You know, I per I personally want to thank you for um, all five of you. I should say <laughs> taking up the torch, right? Uh, Bill Bill really is, and I know you know this, but maybe hearing this from from other people who've been in this industry for a long time, I mean, 
it's not just Bill being a legend, it's this stuff is legendary. And the fact that you guys have always been working to just be not necessarily one step ahead of everybody, but continuously evolving all of the stuff that you have going on is quite noble because Bill could have just rested on his loyal loyals, dude, right? He could he could have just sold this, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago and probably yeah. been, you know, richer than an astronaut. But instead, he loved what he does and he knows that he's truly helping people. And thank you for continuing. This is the new CEO of Bill Good Marketing. We really, really appreciate it. I love what you're doing. I'm so excited to have you back on the show. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to have you back on the show when the next, when these integrations continue. Because I don't know if you guys all, all know this, you know, part of us here at Proud mouth our whole goal is to free the world's experts from sales and what bill has done and the bill good marketing system has done is made it so that people come to you ready to work with you because of the proactive communication because you're giving them quality information that's applicable to what they want to know because the data actually shows that that's what they want to know Franz, man, I, I wish you absolutely all the luck in the world. Congratulations on this new huge direction that you're going. And um, and thanks for, uh, you know, continuing just really, really amazing work from a good dude. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a total honor. And um, we're all pretty much pretty passionate about continuing that. Um, I think that the there is going to always be a human element that drives this industry. And um, I want to make sure that we support those people. So yeah. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Humans is what makes this industry unbelievably fantastic as far as I'm concerned. And Franz said it early on, you know, he can't imagine what it's like to deal with somebody's like life savings. And I, I, I've never done it either, but I know the importance and the level of responsibility that you all have as financial services professionals. And if you can take who you are have somebody walk you through a process to create tracks for you to communicate your fundamental unique indifference mm -hmm. to your clients and ideal prospects and give you a marketing plan and a marketing track to run on that is going to make you money because they've got the data show it. Why wouldn't you do this? I've heard from advisors since I was knee high to a grasshopper in this industry who hated their CRMs. And I've never heard somebody who uses Bill Goods systems saying that they don't like what's there because Mike is a great example. He's been using the CRM that has been there forever and he absolutely loves it and is fiercely loyal. So go to billgoodmarketing.com. Please, please, please reach out to them. Find out more about who they are, what they're doing and what they can truly do for you. The sweet spot, he said, you know, is a 50 to 80 million. But if you're 300 million, right, uh, if you're trying to get to a billion, guess what? Client communication is the key to being able to go ahead and hit that next threshold. And the other magnificent thing that Franz said was something's going to happen in the market, everybody. It can't keep screaming straight up like it has the last whatever it is, 10, 15 years now. There's going to be a correction. Yes, we had one during COVID, got it. But there's going to be another correction. You all know this. And if you don't have a strong communication plan in place, the people who do are going to be taking your clients. Franz, real quick, when I was working at the coaching and consulting company I worked at during the 2008-2009, my job was to call advisors and get them out from underneath their table because oh, they wow. were so petrified and they didn't know what to do. And I called Mike and Mike's laughing 
And he's like, I am picking up so much business right now because not only do did I immediately start calling people, but I had this system in place that was almost like the panic button that started over communicating with my clients so that they knew I was there and they knew I was paying attention. All right, Franz, thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right, Matt. Talk to you later. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And here's the deal. The next time you hear somebody who says, man, I freaking hate my CRM, please send them to billgoodmarketing.com and have them find out how they can have a CRM that truly works for them. So for everybody at Bill Good and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how you can be your own loud, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend our educational webinars, and sign up for our new Influence Accelerator Academy, where you too can learn how to truly be an influencer in your space. Have a wonderful day.